if I do. It's like a uh, responsorial psalm. <laughs> Going to the Church of Degrassi. Repeat after me with if I do. If I hold out, if I do. <laughs> Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm a special request from uh, Broomhead. Uh, I'm the famous actor from uh, The Good Place and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Maybe you've heard of me. My name is um, Mark Evan Jackson. Pat didn't know who that was, but it was specifically uh, requested by one of our favorite Broomheads. Do you know which one it is? Can you guess which one it is, Rachel? I think it's my sister. It was your sister. Yes. It was. Were, you, were you on that text chain? No, I was not on that text chain. I no. just can intuit, you know. It was not a text chain. I shouldn't be suggesting that mm-hmm. your sister and I are texting one another. It was a direct message. I thought it was to the Sparkle Spaz account, but it could have been to my very own personal account. I'm not sure. It might sure. have been your personal account. She said to, it asked if I could be Mark David Mark Chapman. Evan Jackson. What's his name? Mark Evan Jackson. <laughs> Mark, the star of Jumanji. I looked it up. Um, I didn't know Jumanji, the new one. She, your sister, uh, Cassandra had said to me, sent me that name. And I said, I do not know who that is, but I will do it. That's Andre Brower's boyfriend, right? As soon as I looked him up, I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. Kevin from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And what's his character's name on The Good Place? It escapes me all of a sudden. He's like the devil, right? Yeah, but he has a great name. I don't know. I don't know. All right. IMDb. You're not, you're not being, I forget what my name is on that show because I've been in a plethora of series and films and things. And I'm also on, I'm like a, a a commercial guy. I do commercials. Mm. And you ever see me in any of the commercials I'm on, Rach? No. What commercials do you do? I don't know. A whole bunch of them. I'm on there doing commercials. <laughs> Citibank, MasterCard, MasterCharge, Homebox Office, all of Sean. them. Sean. He plays Sean, the I devil. I, I know that. You do. I play Sean. You on play the Sean, the place. devil. Mark David Chapman. Here I am once again for you, for everybody's <laughs> listening pleasure. I was here. I love Degrassi, the next generation. And mm-hmm. Cassandra, your sister. Mm-hmm. Cassandra Ikniowski. Does she have have a different last name? No, she kept Ikniowski. There you go. Because if she if she had taken her married name would be her married name would be Wolf, and there's Uh, already a Cassandra Wolf out there. Cassandra Wolf. A Cassandra Wolf, and also I would say it like that forever, and she would hate that. So that was for Cassandra uh, Ikniowski, our one of the great broomheads, classic mm-hmm. broomhead in in this classic in the, broomhead, one of the classic dope monkeys. So you can do that if you want to send me a direct message. I'll do it, and I'll do whatever puppet tree shit you want me to do. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I've got no uh, integrity. That's not really not l- low integrity. <laughs> just yeah. just to say like, I'm yeah, a person who cares. It's not a big deal. <laughs> But it's that, not like it's not like you're taking away anyone's rights or anything like that by saying no. you're that person's name. Uh, Mark David, Mark Evan, ja- Evan Jackson. What did I, did I say? I keep saying Mark David. Chapman, Mark David Chapman, the guy who killed John Lennon. Yeah, <laughs> that's next week. <laughs> Mark David Chapman. He was. A you know what you should start trying to do is you should try have like one of the three names should repeat each week. So if you do like Mark. Evan Jackson next week can be Mark David Chapman and then it can be David Hyde Pierce, you know. Oh, you're saying the mid, but then it would have to be the middle name every time. So next time I would have to be Evan Rachel Wood. Oh, well, it can be. I mean, if you want to go that crazy, I was just saying you had to pick one of the three and repeat it. But then after that, I could be Rachel McAdams. That's her. That's three names. Her name is Rachel (laughs) McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Yeah, her middle name is Mick. Yeah, her middle name is Mick. For Mick Jagger. Her parents named her for Mick Jagger. Yeah, Rachel McAdams. And then mm-hmm. after that, I could be Mick Jag- uh, John Jagger. Mick John Jagger. The famous, ah, Mick John Jagger. The famous singer of the Bouncing Souls. <laughs> the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Here we are, Rach. How you doing, my friend? Good to I'm see you. Right. Pal, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. We had a week off last week. Yeah. Your sister tried to finagle us into doing an episode. 
I said yes, you said no. I didn't have my microphone with me. Right. You didn't have your microphone. Mm-hmm. Page microphone. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> Page microphone for sure. I'm doing okay. Things are, you know, predictably as they have been since we started this podcast. They're not great, but you know. I feel like, you know, we started this podcast after Donald Trump became president and it just keeps going downhill. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's to be expected. This These four years were not going to be good. I'm going to be 40 years old in two days. Yeah. We record this on when this Tuesday. podcast goes out, you're going to be 40 years old in one day. You know what I'm going to ask? I'd say it's for my 40th birthday. I mm-hmm. want 40 brumets. 40. 40. 40 new brumets to join our Patreon. <laughs> Slowing down on the Patreon. We had a good uh, hot top at the beginning, and now we're sort of uh, slowing down over there. So if you got a couple of bucks. You're going to be 40 years old. You know, I would take 40 new reviews on iTunes if they're good reviews. I'd take 20 and 20, which equals, I don't know if you oh, know, if you, okay. that equals That 40. equals 40. <clears throat> I'd take four and zero even. Yeah, I would take four. I could, yeah, fuck it, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, 40 years old. That's a bit, you, people, some people have uh, what they call midlife crises at around 40 years old. So we'll see what happens. I'll keep you posted. So far, no midlife crisis, but you know. It's do you think you're going to have a midlife crisis? I don't have any. What can I do? Like most people like have a lot of money and buy stuff. You're just going to buy hundreds of thousands of dollars of McDonald's chicken nuggets. Yeah, McNuggets. You- do you Make think that's sad? I, I, before we started recording, Rachel said, what are you going to do for your birthday? And I, I said, I'm going to get uh, the uh, make the spicy chicken nugget meal from McDonald's. <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> Is that sad? I mean, a little, but like, also you do you. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone's birthday this year is going to be a little bit sad regardless. Do you want to do a Zoom birthday call? With you? With me and other people that no. you like? No. Okay. <laughs> I do not. Thank you. Do you want- I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm asking all the things like, would you like this? Would you like that? No, I'm good. Thanks, though. I'm probably going to eat chicken McNuggets and, uh, <laughs> I don't know, finish Ted Lasso. Guys, Ted Lasso is a fun one. If you're not watching it on the Apple TV, it's a good show. But as always, Rachel, we are not here to talk about Ted Lasso, though it is not today. Not today. Does Ted Lasso have a middle name? Nope. Not that I know of. Mm. He's a good hearted, sweet man. And it is a Mm -hmm. good hearted, sweet show. And it'll bring you a smile to your face and it'll bring you joy because that's all it's setting out to do. And that's a beautiful thing. Not going to bring you so much joy as the HBO series on the sex cult Nexium, but that's another story. That's a good show, too. But we're not here to talk about any of those damn shows. We're here to talk about Degrassi, The Next Generation, one of the great Canadian uh, teen dramas of our time and of all times. And we're talking about uh, this uh, episode 607. It's the 107th episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation. But because of all the two-parters, as we do, uh, it's more like the 86th episode. The name of the episode is Working for the Weekend. Working for the Weekend is a lover boy song. I mean, No. We, is, is, are there other lover boy songs that are famous i'm not even gonna pretend that i like it that i looked i'm like you this week i didn't even research it i was like lover boy working for the weekend that's all i got i gotta say the one thing that i really appreciate about the degrassi version of this is that they hyphenate weekend which i don't think the song does no i don't think week so and just so you know it's the end of the week it's not anything else you know how people do the, like when they find something out now, the thing is they go, I was today years old when I found out that this was this, like I was like older and I had always thought that the song working for the weekend was that they meant that they were working on the weekend. Mm. So like they had to work Saturday and mm-hmm. Sunday. Yeah. So I that's was what I'll old. be doing for this weekend. I'll be working. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's working on the weekend. Like I didn't think it was on the week, but I thought oh it's that- a it's a weird preposition choice. I'll say that. Everybody's trying to find a way home. It's not the word. They could have said like working to get to the weekend, but yeah. that doesn't flow as well, Everybody's does it? Everybody's <laughs> working to get to the weekend. Get your party shoes on and dance out. 
Exactly. So we don't have anything for Loverboy. No. Loverboy probably made enough money, though, with working for the weekend to live for the rest of their lives, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're probably still making money off of that song. Residuals. Yeah. Back in the day, you could do that. You could write a hit song, and then you could just sit on your hiney for however long you need. Nowadays, you can't do that. You can write a hundred yeah, hit songs. You need, to get, you need to get your song bought by GMC for their commercials. Mm. That, like, uh, Who does the GMC commercials? Mark Evan Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> But you probably get paid more to be the voiceover actor than you do to be the song behind it. Remember when the song, one of the car songs on the commercials was always, This is our country. Do you remember that? I don't think I remember that one, no. Can you sing that again? This is our country. It was like Is John, that like a nickelback song? It was John Cougar Mellencamp. Oh, that's a three namer there for you. Oh yeah. Right. Unless you're going for John Cougar or John Mellencamp. Little Johnny Cougar. That was what he was first. Mm-hmm. This is our country. Yeah, Loverboy. Loverboy made me think of Motherboy, which I haven't thought of in a while either. It's two, deg- two degrees from Kevin Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> South Park's doing a COVID episode. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it took them this long? I guess so. Comedy Central tweeted like... Coming up next week or whenever it's on the South Park coronavirus episode, you won't want to miss it. And someone quote tweeted it and wrote, let me guess, both sides are equally responsible and you're the lame one for caring about it. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, that has distilled South Park down to one sentence so perfectly. (laughs) Both sides are equally responsible and you're the lame one for caring about it. You know what made me think about South Park? What? The way I was singing, this is our country, <laughs> made me think of like a it does, it does sound like South Park-ish. You got mad at that because you like South Park. It's not saying South Park's bad, but that's a very accurate description of their political episode. No, it is. I haven't watched South Park in a long time. You used to, you used to love, uh, you used to always um, walk around with a Cartman t-shirt. <laughs> And I From Hot Topic. You would mm-hmm. always say, respect my authorita. Authorite. <clears throat> oh, is that what he says? Authorite? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, what episode are we up to, right? I told you. Oh, it's <laughs> working for the weekend. Everybody's uh-huh. like, everybody's suddenly getting a t-shirt store. It's really easy to open one up. <laughs> As a high school senior, apparently. Evidently, you can open and close it in one week. Yeah, and apparently, like, you can operate without a vendor's license for a week. Who knew? I have never tried to open a store. I thought it was very difficult to open stores, but apparently it is not. It's very easy. You tap into your education fund, as he called it, Mm -hmm. and you open a a store. I don't know where they're getting all these t-shirts. Where'd they get the fucking machines to... Make the They're just iron-ons. They just print them on their printer. And then remember when people had printers in their homes? Like they print them on their printer and then they iron them on the t-shirts and they sell them for 20 to slash 40 bucks. Mm, Yeah, Spinner was trying to sell them for 40 bucks to get profit. This is... uh, These are lame (laughs) t-shirts. Can I just start with saying that? Can you believe that design? That's the most amazing oh thing God. I ever saw. I wish even I could fresh, do it Even Freshman Jesse is like, people would love this. You got to get it out there. <laughs> the person who's like the editor of the fifth largest newspaper in Toronto. Fresh Toronto. Um, so uh, this is a classic Degrassi, just like they have an idea and come hell or high water, they're going to make it happen in within one episode. Like this could mm-hmm. have been like most shows. This is a, an arc, like a fucking series arc. Instead, mm-hmm. it's like, we're going to come up with the idea for the shirts and then we're going to open the store. They're almost going to get robbed. Spinner's going to figure out what he's going to do with the rest of his life as well. And they're going to close the shop, but I guess they didn't close it. They're going to keep it open. Oh my goodness. Yeah, this was a interesting episode. Uh, I don't know if that's the word I would use. It was an episode <laughs> with some stuff in it. Was this better or worse than the time that Craig stole a car? This was a better better than that. 
This okay. from me from my personal perspective, this mm-hmm. was better than that. Yeah. Um, it starts off with like Spinner and Darcy. I mean, Darcy's like, I'm sorry that we broke up, but also we should stay broken up. It was the most pointless scene I've ever seen in my whole life. It was like they just needed to show continuity from the last episode. And I was like, did they break up in the last episode? I don't even remember. To be fair, I thought the same thing. So maybe they did need it. Maybe they didn't yeah, like officially break didn't. up in that episode. I can't remember. Yeah. And then Spinner's writing poetry that's worse than Ashley's lyrics. It could but you don't know it. If I do. He uses the line, twas forever. <laughs> It's poetry. And they're playing that like renaissance music that we haven't heard for a few like seasons in the background. <laughs> um, I also just want to do, uh, so yeah, so Spinner's sad about that. Uh, apparently as seniors in high school, they all have to do these weird career assessments yeah. in media immersion with the guidance counselor who we see every so often. What's her name? Uh, I don't remember. And I didn't write it down. Mrs. Lapidated. This is an amazing aptitude test. It's really distills these guys down to their, it really distills these guys down to their, their essence. And like Jimmy gets that he's top job would be a criminal lawyer. And Ashley gets that her top job would be a family lawyer, which seems a little bit sexist to me, but you know, whatever. Well, it's Um, Degrassi. So it's Degrassi. So, and it's early two thousands. And then spinners top three choices are clown. That's like, that would never be an answer. Clown. Police officer and a lumberjack. (laughs) Jimmy's Jimmy's our criminal lawyer. Hold on, I just saw them. Criminal lawyer, investor, which is not a job. (laughs) Being investor is not a job. And sports management. Uh, Sports management. And then Ashley's. Hold on. Investor. Um like a stock Ashley's are family lawyer, conflict mediator and translator. <laughs> translating what? British? Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's really good at translating British English now. I love the idea that you clown the use. that clown and lumberjack, <laughs> lumberjack? Would and eat. police officer. Well, police and officer like, I feel like would could actually be an answer. Yeah. No yeah, and cl- for spinner possible. This gave Spinner to the opportunity to twice reference the fact that he'd be going to Clown Academy, which is now a fucking this running joke. This show must have something. It's more of a joke than Heather Sinclair at this point. I like, actually think they've said Clown Academy more than Heather Sinclair. Yeah. And so I'm kind of wondering, like, what the Clown Academy um, joke is. Like, what are we missing of this joke? Do they? Is there more to it no, that I we don't know like, from the writer's room? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so... This is basically like Jimmy is like, yeah, man, I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to move to New York and open a practice with with Ashley. <laughs> Stupid. And like giving. Yeah, a- they're going to go to NYU. Yeah. It's going to be great. Because he said art is, isn't a career, a career. Mm-hmm. And then. I would know it. I would know yeah, it. You would know. It's not a career. Yeah. It's, it was part of you like, he's right. She should, he should take that advice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, don't make the t-shirts, Jimmy. Yeah. You <laughs> were like, t-shirts don't last forever. <laughs> I was completely rooting for like the opposite of what I was supposed to be rooting for. Like Jimmy's dad yeah. at the end is like, this is not a good, like you can't open a store. And I'm like, yeah, you can't. That's true. And Spinner's like, follow your dreams. Don't stop. Squash your dreams. <laughs> I liked how um, the guidance counselor, God, what is her name? Miss Sauve. Miss Sauve. Miss Sauve. Thank you. Um, Everybody's working for Miss Sauve. I was too caught on the fact that uh, a Snake called Spinner, uh, Spinner Maison. Yeah. Snake is a fucking <laughs> I jerk. Was just like, I was just like so stuck on the whole Snake thing that I missed her name and I was like, God damn it, what is that guidance counselor's name again? Um, he said it. Like a, he said it like a says. Friend. She says that it matters that it's something that you're passionate about, and I was like, well, to an extent. Like this is early two thousands career counseling. Let me tell you. I mean, if you could be a successful circus clown, that's not like the worst job you could have. No, no. I'd be like um, Pennywise the clown. Pennywise the dancing clown from the scary movie. It. And law school is very expensive, and it doesn't guarantee that you're going to have a good 
job right away afterwards, you know, like some people get law degrees and then don't have high paying jobs to pay off their debts. So, you know, that's not necessarily a safe bet either. It's true. Jimmy's dad, Mr. Brooks. Right. That is true. And, but that, so Spinner gets, because he's feeling bad about being a clown, he starts to get into this, like, oh, let's open a business. Let's open a business with all your t-shirt designs. And look, we just happened upon this storefront that's for rent. So let's rent it. And they do. And they open a store. (laughs) It's incredible. And it's packed and they're selling a lot of clothes. And they are making a lot of iron-on t-shirts at Marco and Ellie and Dylan and the Harajuku girls' uh, apartment. They are. And they're all helping. They were all helping. Well, they were trying to study at one point, not helping. Yeah. Uh, But then they're all kind of helping. And Paige is in town for a weekend. And this all happens over one weekend, hence working for a weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, they were working on the weekend. They were doing yeah, the Yeah, for one, just I one, see. just one weekend. Um, so everybody's working for one weekend. Yeah. So I don't understand what Spinner's stake in this is. It's not like he fucking made the design or the t shirts. He's just like running. No, but he wants to be a part of it and he's got investment money. So he should have had an investor on his um, career right, options. That's true. That is true. So Jimmy makes these t-shirts. Spinner's obviously mm-hmm. enamored with Jimmy's talent, and he doesn't want Jimmy to squander his artistic talent in favor of the more uh, safe bet of being a lawyer, mm-hmm. I guess. But mm-hmm. as he's pitching the idea to Jimmy that they should open the store, he says that Jimmy could be, he says he could be the next John John when he met Sean John. And then later on, he says, <laughs> when the store is very crowded and there are a lot of customers buying the T-shirts, he tells Marco they're going to be the next Dutchie and Gabbana. <laughs> Spinner getting the, things wrong gives me life. It's always good. It's always good. I have to say one of my favorite moments during this was um, the making the T-shirts and opening the store montage. Of course, there's always going to be a montage on this program. <laughs> there's always a good montage because they're trying to rush you through that story as fast as they can. Squatchware. Squatchware or Spimmy's designs. <laughs> yeah, and Jimmer. <laughs> Eventually, I think they stuck with Squatch Designs. Oh, Squatch Designs. That's what it was. Right, Squatch Designs. I'm like, do they have the rights to Downtown Sasquatch as a name? I'm not sure. I don't know. They got to call Craig. I guess he let them have it. Well, Jimmy was not that uh, necessarily interested in actually doing this. And then Mm -hmm. Ashley was like, Jimmy, come on. Spinner's like a sad case. (laughs) So he let him do it. Yeah, please help him. Open a store. So they opened a store. And it was great. They bought a store. Some places, (laughs) some people buy zoos. Sometimes they buy stores. Some people buy stores. They bought a store. They opened it up and they sold Mm -hmm. a bunch of t-shirts. They came home with all their money and two big giant pizzas. And uh, uh, Jimmy gave the money out to the various people who helped working with them. And Dylan Michaelchuk said, luckily, I've taken a couple of business courses. You're going to need this for overhead insurance. (laughs) Thank God Dylan was there with his business. That sophomore in college really knew what he was talking about. (laughs) He's really, he's got a good mind for business, Dylan. Yeah, more than these two kids who got held back and are still seniors in high school. Sorry, I just like killed some sort of a fly. No. It wasn't a fly so much as maybe like a gnat. A gnat. Yeah, is that an odd thing to a have gnat? in your house? No, I feel like I've had a lot lately. Fruit fly, maybe? The fly I just want to fly. Put your arms around me, baby. Put your arms around me, baby. Mark McGrath. I was going to say something, and then I was like, I don't really have anything to say about Sugar Ray. Hiya, 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 hi, hi, hi. That song was cultural appropriation. (laughs) Is that a fucking reggae singer? Get the fuck out of here. It was just a terrible song. They had a lot of hit songs. Did you like the t-shirts, Pat? Did you want one? Squatch Designs? The Sugar Ray? A Squatch, Did, origi- about sh- a Squatch Original. Talking about Sugar Ray merch? No, I wasn't that into Sugar Ray. Mark McGrath. Uh, no, they were, I mean, they were like nothing. The design is fine. It was like a different design for every t-shirt. Or no, it was the same design. I think it was different designs. 
It was kind of cool. It was like what, like a Banksy kind of a thing? Yeah, it looked like fake Banksy. Fanksy. Fanksy. Foxy. Do you think that Drake is really Banksy? Foxy. I think I think people have said that that might be the case. And I think they pointed to this episode of Degrassi as the evidence that in fact he is Banksy. Was, He's not even that good. Was this before? Does this this predates Banksy or no? How long has Banksy been around? Um, definitely since like around this time. Exit through the gift shop. Hey. Right. <laughs> Exit through the gift shop, man. Oi. Is he British Banksy? We don't know, right? We don't know. It's fucking guy of age. Fucking guy of art. Born in 1974, so. No, he's pre this time. He's got his fucking art hanging it up all over the fucking walls. Early 2000s. Late 90s. Some some from early 90s, but people don't know so, his stuff as well. It's a whole bunch of fucking pictures. It's art all over the place. It's fucking... What do they think this is, America? Is that Phil Daniels? No, it's fucking Banksy. What are you talking? It's like, it's when people see, it's fucking Banksy over here. (laughs) Is Banksy British? Why am I thinking that? He is British, yeah. He is. He's from Bristol. Well, how do they know? I thought nobody knows who he is. Because that's where he started working. Exit through the gift shop, isn't it? Never watched that. Is it about leaving through gift shops? Is it about going into gift there shops? Like Does that have anything to do with I gift believe, shops? I believe there's like a okay. monologue where like that's said in it. I haven't seen it in a very, very long time. I've seen the, the film though. Mm-hmm. It was good. Back to uh back guys, to the designs. Yeah. Back to the Squatch Designs gift shop though. Um when they had their super busy weekend and there's a bunch of white guys in their store, mm-hmm. like young, young white men. Um, two of them ask if they take debit card and they just see their like little box of cash. The store is a real great they don't even have like a till or anything. A till. <laughs> you mean a cash register? I know now I'm thinking about it's British fucking words. Till. They bank say put of money in a fucking till. I'm thinking of all the British words now. Also, I don't know what Canadians call it. They might call it tills. They might. They very well might. They might call it cash registers. They probably call it. What um, I would guess is they probably call it a cash register, eh? Oh, we have a great broomhead who's from Canada, you know. Uh-huh. And he told me, us, he uh-huh. told you too. You just don't ever go on the Instagram, mm-hmm. so you wouldn't know from mm-hmm. home the wall. That um, this is a great piece of information. I should probably save this for the end of the show. This is Tyler. He told me, remember we're talking about pajamas, James Tiberius, PJJT? Yeah, yeah. So PJs, uh, it stands for, he goes, we have a channel called YTV. And back in the day, they had a block of programs after school called The Zone that were hosted by these corny cool kids. And they were all called PJ, PJ Phil or PJ Katie. It stood for Program Jockey. Oh, so like a DJ or a VJ, right. but a PJ. What great intel, like Tyler. Thank you, Tyler. Great intel? Dumb name. <laughs> Tyler? It's a nice name. No, 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 no. I know, I know. <laughs> Why are you insulting Tyler. our broomheads' first names? He, he didn't pick it. Poor guy. PJ. PJ God, is a dumb insulting name. insulting the broomheads' first names. Like, oh, Rachel is so great. <laughs> he didn't choose it. <laughs> But Tyler's Canadian, so he could tell us, are they called cash registers, mm-hmm. tills, or what, as I think they're probably known as cash registers, eh? <laughs> That's what I would guess it would be called. Koosh registers. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to do in a boot. Yeah, Koosh registers. That's like fucking <laughs> scrumptious crunchy stars. The, what's the Swedish fish? <laughs> Swedish chef. <laughs> Remember the Swedish chef had the cereal called Scrumptious Crunchy Stars when we were kids? Did you ever have that? No, I don't remember that. It was a cereal and it was Scrumptious Crunchy Stars. (laughs) Scrumptious Crunchy Stars. I kind of want some Scrumptious Crunchy Stars with my Koosh register. I'll buy one. I'll boo one. (laughs) Jeez, here we go. It's getting punchy. I love it. Scrumptious Crunchy Stars. I think that was a real thing. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Was it spelled with two O's for each of them? I believe so. I believe it was. <laughs> I believe it was. Oh, man. I love the Muppets. <clears throat> They're great. So um, imagine someone was just like, you know what? I fucking hate them. Like, <laughs> imagine, like what kind of a piece of shit? Who hates the Muppets? <laughs> like, what kind of a goddamn awful human being? Just like, you know what? I fucking, the Muppets suck. <laughs> just bring joy and sometimes melancholy. They're just a great... A, a creation, wonderful. one of them, one of America's greatest creations, to be quite honest, the fucking Muppets. Yeah, definitely comes <clears> above <throat> most everything else we've put out as a nation. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, so these these <laughs> these bad boy bros yeah. who want to who are like, oh, do you take debit cards? <laughs> Yeah. They were <laughs> like, no, 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 Spinner cash like, only. Here's our cash, by the way. And yeah. then they show the guys going, huh? And Spinner you're like, was oh, really they're going to get robbed. That. They're going to get robbed. We know it's going to happen. When's it going to happen? So after uh, Dylan Michael Chuck imparts all of his wisdom, uh, his business acumen uh, to the team, mm-hmm. Spinner goes to the store and he increases the prices of all the T-shirts. <laughs> he just like writes on the label. He doubles the prices from twenty to forty dollars. And Jimmy's like, "Dog, what are you doing?" He's like, we, "If we can make our money back quicker." And, and this is when Jimmy's like, "You know what? I don't think this is such a good idea." And he's a little mean to Spinner here. Do you remember? He says, "I'm." You know, they get into kind of an argument mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. about where, the store and how you know Jimmy can't really do it. And he goes, "Look, I'm going to be." Study practicing law in New York, and you're going to be twisting balloon animals up in North York, clowning around. Did he say clowning around? No, I'm just I'm adding that to it. So that was mean. And then Spinner left, and then Spinner leaves. And what happens? These fucking guys come in to rob Jimmy, who's in a wheelchair. He can't really do much. Mm-mm. And then Spinner comes back from his break his lunch break and he hears something going on and he comes in and he doesn't go after the guy with the, with the till. What I don't even, that's not even a till. It's just a cash box. (laughs) It was just a cash box. He didn't go after him because he was getting away. He went after the guy who was attacking his best friend. Exactly. Like a good person, that good person that spinner is. And he he manages to tackle him. Oh, there she is. Nothing like yawning on the podcast. I've done it a number of times today as well. Yeah, I know. Ooh, we're tired today. <laughs> Life is hard. Life is really hard. I keep trying and it's just like cr- crawling through sludge right now. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. It's pavement. So uh, Spinner saves the day. Jimmy calls 911. Yeah, he does. Spinner does like a whole like takedown like mm-hmm. a cop obviously they want us to realize he'd be a good cop yeah uh, uh i don't know about that jimmy calls the police and the yeah. police arrives and the guy's like do you even have a vendor's license for this yeah. <laughs> they were like no we don't <laughs> no we don't and we then jimmy and spinner make up jimmy's like you know you're a crime fighting superstar like you're not you're not no thing um yeah, this is when Spinner's like, if I had your talent, I couldn't imagine. I would, I would give anything to have your talent yeah. for art and design mm-hmm. and Banksying. Mm-hmm. That's a verb. It's fucking good. It's got what's on this T-shirt in Canada. It's like weird people, robot people, on all the shirts. Yeah, I think and that he just, you know, he they got they ran out of budget for the triple five soul stuff. So they're like, you know what? We're going to make Jimmy a T-shirt designer. <laughs> yeah, they ran out of the budget. They were paying. They're too busy paying Coach Anderson Armstrong as 20 bucks to show up for uh, a scene. <laughs> and Miss Suve. <laughs> yeah. And, and Lynn Lynn Lou. <laughs> Lynn Lynn Lou evidently is friends with Oliver Stone. Did you know this? What? Really? Yeah. She was talking about him on Instagram. Wow. Wow. I got to get back on Instagram. Um, so, yeah. So he's like, Jimmy, you can't let squander this talent. We didn't talk about We got two uh, suit daddy sightings. One oh, actual yeah. suit daddy in an actual suit. Mm-hmm. Or was it two suit daddies and one casual daddy? Mm-hmm. I think it was three daddies, right? Two suit daddies. One, And then at the end, he showed up in casual clothes, casual daddy style. Yeah. He's got a polo shirt on. 
should be known that Jimmy did take money out of his education account or what did he call it? Education fund. Yeah. Unbeknownst to his father who told him he could not do that. So at the end of the episode, when Casual Daddy shows up, looking fine as hell in a casual shirt. Uh, Before Jimmy's he goes like, back oh, to his cold, cold house. <laughs> his nipples are going to pop I right know. through that shirt. You can see them in that polo shirt. He just came from the cold house. Uh, casual Daddy. I'm s- uh, Jimmy, I'm so glad you're okay. Let's go home. And Jimmy was like, Dad, I got to tell. Oh, we got to talk about something. And he says they're going to keep the store open, right? I don't know. I mean, I think that they should just... This the internet exists. Sell things online. Like don't you don't need a storefront. But they did say I think they came to the reconciliation that they were going to keep the store open. Was that am I incorrect in that? I don't remember. I don't know. He was going to he said uh Spinner was like Jimmy, if I can take down criminals, you can have a conversation with your father about wanting to have a store with t-shirts in it. Mm. Oh, I thought it was more about having a conversation about taking the money out of the education fund. You may be right. Yeah. I you think that they were right. both like, we should probably close this store. <laughs> we don't have a vendor's license. This is all going to cost a lot more than we think it's going it's to. It's amazing that That's neither you, you or them. I remember. Yeah, and I watched this two hours ago, maybe. <laughs> what is wrong? We're the worst podcasters. <laughs> no wonder people love listening to this. Um, I If I watched it maybe three times through, I would have picked up everything. But I'm so busy taking notes, you know? He's, except for the notes that we need. <laughs> except for the notes that we need. Well, I couldn't he remember Miss Suvey's name. He's a suit daddy. He's a suit daddy. He's a suit daddy. Mr. Brooks Brothers. Sh- oh, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. They Shiler Stone over Spinner's face being like, oh, good. He's talking to his dad, his suit daddy. Huh. <laughs> or should I call him casual daddy? Suit daddy. <laughs> can, oh, all men, Mr. <laughs> can all men be suit daddies? No, he's a suit daddy. Okay. I just wish he would have showed up in spring. Would have been like, oh, Mr. Bricks, casual daddy today, I see. <laughs> see those nips through your polo there? <laughs> How do your nips handle that freezing cold apartment you live in? Well, Spinner, Not well. they don't. Not well. They don't at all. They pop right through like glass and all my shirts get cut to shit. Imagine his nipples could cut his shirts. That's why he's wearing those heavy suits. Suit daddy. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) He made some great appearances. He just played himself where he's like stern daddy. (laughs) He's like, no, your education fund. Um, We actually don't even know that he's that stern. It's more so that Jimmy tells us that he is. (laughs) Suit daddy. Suit daddy. That sort of big girls don't cry. That's I heard it. <laughs> I love the suit daddy. I love the suit daddy. Suit daddy's suit like daddy. perfectly pleasant. He like comes to pick Jimmy up multiple times. Like he's yeah, like and he tells him, it's like, you know, this isn't like a good career path. Don't you can't follow all these dreams. And I'm like, yes, he's absolutely right. <laughs> but I'm for as we know, I'm gonna be 40 years old in two days. Mm-hmm. So I have a very pragmatic sense of, uh, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> that the, that t-shirt me. that t-shirt store isn't gonna pay for college. When Jimmy initially was like, "I'm not gonna take money out of my account," and then he asks his dad, and his dad says no, and then Jimmy's like, "Well, fuck, suit daddy, I am gonna take the money out of my account," and he tells Spinner, and Spinner says that. You saying that is like my 10 favorite songs playing at the same time turned to 11. <laughs> that sounds terrible. If they Awful. all play at the Could same time. Could you imagine? Oh. oh, why do that? Spinner, no. Dutchie and Gabbana. Gabbana. <laughs> John, <Yeah>. John. <laughs> imagine like, hearing like, 10 songs. Like J- JFK Jr., John, John. <laughs> oh, rest in peace, John, John. <sighs> Oh, he died in a plane crash. Do you a remember? long time ago, yeah. Yeah, he's passed. <clears throat> Suit daddy. Suit daddy. <laughs> Casual daddy is my favorite daddy. <laughs> Who's your favorite daddy? <laughs> Working for the weekend, daddy. In the winter, he's scarf daddy. 
is a Zaddy. <laughs> How about editor of the fifth largest newspaper in Toronto, Oh, Teddy? are we saying that, are we calling uh, Froshman... Froshman Jesse? Jesse? Daddy? Maybe. Froshman Jesse says, he's a, they call them Zaddies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> snake What's is kind of a, snake is a daddy too, right? But what, is a Zaddy a hot dad? Is that what that is? I think is? so, but I'm not sure where the Z comes from. It's I'm not young enough to understand. Ooh. I'm a woman over Ooh. 35, you know, I, I don't matter anymore. <laughs> totally not. <clears throat> totally not. You're out of the demo. Uh-huh. You've aged out of the demo. Uh, Where'd you get that, Bob Sneaker Corner? That was a commercial in the 80s in New York. There was a store <laughs> called Bob Sneaker Corner. It was a local, <laughs> it was on Crosby Boulevard, and it would come on and go, Where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? Where'd you get that, Bob Sneaker Corner? <laughs> Is it still open? Uh, it was open for a very long time. I think it has. They, since they did good business. They probably had their vendor's license. They had their vendor's license. Yeah, yeah. I went to Bob Sneaker Corner for some things mm-hmm. on there on a. I appreciate. I appreciate the use of the word sneaker. I lo- I always mm. liked using sneaker versus tennis shoe. I never said tennis shoe in my life. I still I do. I did just now, but I never. We didn't call it that. Sneaks. Sneaks. <clears throat> Gotta get them sneaks. Where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? Bob Sneaker Corner. <laughs> local commercials in New York were the best in the 80s and 90s. It was oh, also in the Local 90s. commercials, period, were the best. Like, we had good ones in Maryland as well. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Got any ones that you want to sing? The only ones I can remember were for um, the personal injury lawyers who oh, then yeah. melded together. There was Science and Kirk... Uh, whose tagline was, if if you have a phone, you have a lawyer. And then there was another guy whose name I can't remember, Steve something or other, and his was Let's Talk About It. And so then they formed together, and then it was, if you have a phone, you have a lawyer, let's talk about it. Oh, pretty smart. <laughs> yeah, pretty smart. Good, Just nice meld the two. transition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just meld the two, like like Palix. Palix. Who, will we, who we will be talking about in the... B-story. B story. That was a pretty good segue if I do say so, but damn oh, self. Pretty, pretty damn good. So apparently um Alex Castellucci still goes to the school. She's there upgrading her marks. Yeah, which I didn't know you could do after you graduated. I have no fucking idea what that even means. That seems to me that sounds a little fishy to me, like when Marco couldn't play Euchre because he had stupid haircut. <laughs> Like it seems like something they just Canadian rules. <laughs> I keep watching this um this uh the HBO documentary The Vow, which is about the sex cult Nexium, and they like I'm not spoiling anything for anybody who hasn't seen it, but they keep like talking about like these rules and these things that they have to follow. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I just I keep yelling at the TV. Adrian can attest to this. I keep going, you don't have to. None of this is real. No. Like you're ma- this is all made up and that's what this feels like. I can't imagine that like you graduate from a school but then is it my, here's my assumption. She graduated from the school. Mm-hmm. She didn't have good marks. Mm-hmm. So she couldn't get into a college. So now she's just like voluntarily going back and like retaking the classes to try to get her marks better. I I guess so, so that she can go to school and apparently she doesn't have enough extracurriculars, but you can do that in your gap year when you go back to high school. I don't, I'm very confused by how this works. If you graduated, I didn't think you could go back to high school. I didn't either, but evidently you can. She's upgrading her Are these Canadian rules? Canadian rules football. I mean, they very well might be. I don't know. Canadian rules high school. High school, yeah. This is like, we don't understand Canadian rules football and we certainly don't understand Canadian rules high school. So, yeah, she's back at Degrassi because she didn't get good enough grades. Uh, God bless, I guess. Yeah, and so she's studying really hard, and she really cares because she wants to be a physiotherapist. Yeah. Um, and she's, like, studying outside, and there's a mean girl. Yeah, she throws carrots at her. Mm-hmm. Miss <laughs> Hatsu of- Lakas, it should be noted, is very proud of Casa Lucy. Mm-hmm. For coming Cassie back Lucy. to school <clears throat> under the Canadian the- rules. Mm, the great Cassie Lucy. What are you looking at? Daisy? Yeah, she's snoring. How's she doing? She's still deaf. <laughs> <laughs> still deaf. Still deaf. This poor dog this month has like gotten bitten by another dog and had to get stitches and go to the emergency room. Yeah. She has gotten ticks on her and had to have oh. ticks pulled off. 
Oh God. She can't hear already. That's this is like a bad. I mean, twenty twenty in general. Ticks coming yeah. for sure. <laughs> She's coming. Ticks coming. They just go tick tock. I'm very scared of ticks. I don't want to go anywhere where there's a tick. They're so tiny too. The deer ticks. They're like nearly impossible to see. They look like moving dots. Did you get one? I got like 25 on me. This week? Last week. That was also part of why my vacation wasn't so great. (laughs) So what did you do? You just knock them off? What did you do? You have to pick them off. They were just just on top of my clothes and stuff. So like they had just gotten onto my skin for Where were you? Long Island. in long island you get fucking lyme disease it doc takes you out of commission i know i don't want to get it but i think i got all of them off me at least <laughs> i fucking hope so <laughs> and then i took a shower and i did like scrub um and then i had to literally pull them all off of daisy with tweezers she had like 50 on her stop it it was a lot it was a are lot you being text. sarcastic no she i'm fi- not being sarcastic it was definitely were they inside her skin no 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 none of them had gotten to biting her yet but they had just been on her and they had crawled onto her skin i do not like this story one mm-hmm. bit no and she like i washed her really well um yeah it was just a it was a fun last night of vacation i gotta say I can't believe you walk around and you had 20 ticks on your person. I would be, I'd say, I'm going home. I don't want to do it this. I didn't know they were on me because they were so tiny. I didn't see them until we got back and did a tick check. Did you have long pants on? They, they weren't long enough. Did you get them on your skin? Yeah, I had them on my skin. But they hadn't bitten me yet. They were just on it. I didn't have to pull them off with like tweezers. They were like easy to pick off because they hadn't bitten it yet i don't like this at all (laughs) i don't think i have lyme disease we'll find out (laughs) let's be honest might not sometimes it doesn't even come up in tests and then you're walking around for 10 years wondering what the fuck's wrong with me i haven't had any bite marks that look like tick bites so That 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 story was a lot for me to handle. I gotta yeah. be honest. Happy birthday, Pat! <laughs> Here's a story about this time last week when I had ticks Gee, all over cripes. me. Poor Daisy, I feel so sorry oh. for her. She had those ticks. Daisy's to bite had her skin. a rough year. Daisy needs a break. Mm. Rachel needs yeah. a break too, but Daisy really needs a break. Give me a break, give me a break, and get all these fucking ticks off my back. So this girl's throwing carrots at Cassie Lucy, mm-hmm. and she's like. I'm going to fucking kick your ass. But then she leaves. Yeah. Cause she's cool. Nice now. And apparently, she, you know, a tiger can't change their stripes that fast though. According to Paige, they have a meeting Paige mm-hmm. and Cassie Lucy mm-hmm. and they're friends, I guess. But Paige is like, Oh, where's the bitter mean Alex? I know. Yeah. First off, she's like, who are you dating? And then, yeah. Where's the bitter mean Alex? I know. Yeah. And then, Hot Sulakis, Principal Hot Sulakis, the sister of Principal, uh, of not Principal Plain Sulakis. Assistant Principal Plain mm, Sulakis. Assistant Principal <laughs> Plain Sulakis. She convinces <laughs> Alex that she should join the lacrosse team mm-hmm. where they play inside a gym, which mm-hmm. was interesting. <clears throat> so she yeah, joined in, it. Indoor lacrosse is something that I have never, I've, I know it's played on indoor sports fields like turf, but mm. not. Uh, gym floor. They have a song. It goes indoor lacrosse. If I do, <laughs> that's the song. <laughs> I'm from Maryland, which is a big lacrosse state. I've never seen gym lacrosse. <laughs> yeah, you play a lot of lax when you were out. A lot Maryland. of lax. No, I played it for like a year or two. Did you do the flippy dippies with the the flippy dippies? The, yeah, I did the, the flippy dippies, and you do dippies. the yeah. The but thrills. we didn't have so much headgear back in that time. They just let us get hit with balls at high speeds. <laughs> Wasn't the only time I imagined you were getting oh. hit in the face with balls at high speed. Oh, Doing the flippy bagging. dips and the, and the throwy doughies. <laughs> if I hold out, if I do. I'm bringing it back because I hate this fucking open. No, the song sucks. Bing, bing. That's how it goes now. My dog is snoring like crazy. <laughs> I can't hear her. She's probably got ticks in her nose. And she probably does have ticks in her nose. Um, snort the ticks out of her damn. <laughs> so this if I girl, do, if I do, this girl who was throwing carrots at 
Alex, we're doing mm-hmm. a great job with this B story. Uh, she's on the lacrosse team, so there yeah. is some. They're not getting along. Mm-mm. Alex seems to be pretty good at lacrosse. I guess she seemed I to guess. be doing some of the throw em ups, and they were going in the and then net. she was getting the goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's doing one of those throw em ups. Throw em ups. Yeah, that's what they call them. <laughs> throw em ups. And then we know where this is headed. With the flippy doos, yeah. Yeah, the flippy doos, the flippity dippities. And Miss Hatsu, uh, Principal Hatsulak is the sister of assistant principal, Plain Sulakas, tells Alex to tell this girl Serena, her name is mm-hmm. Serena, like the great Serena Vanderwoodson from Gossip Girl, mm-hmm. um, that they need to get along. And she's like, you're a hateful bitch, Alex. That's all you're ever going to be. I was like, and we, we've, we've never seen this girl before. So we were like, what? Chickens are coming home to roost on all this bullying Alex did mm-hmm. in her high school years. Apparently, Traffic yeah. Traffic is wrong for the high school years. She, like, shone a laser pointer in this girl's eye during a debate. Well, yeah. So after they get into a fight... Uh, Principal Hatsulakis, the sister of the sister principal playing Sulakis, uh, suspends at, or, or gives Alex attention for a full week. And then Alex comes outside and just so happens that Serena Vanderwoodson is standing right outside. And she's like, what's your problem, man? And then she tells her, Serena, Serena tells her these things, terrible mm-hmm. things she did to her. Like, what did she do? Mm-hmm. She tripped her on the way to the calf and she like broke her ankle or sprained it. One or the other. And also she blinded her, almost blinded her with a laser pointer at debate. So of course she doesn't want to be her friend during lacrosse because not only did Alex do these things to her, but she doesn't remember that she did them to this poor girl who's, she's like, what's your problem? Alex says you could have been anybody. It wasn't like about, I was just an asshole. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I sort of, liked this a little bit because I liked mm-hmm. it because we talked a lot about how suddenly Alex was just like everybody's best friend like where mm-hmm. did it yeah like, where did it are, come from yeah. we've forgotten all the things and I kind of liked that the chickens even though I love Alex let's be fair I mean Alex had stuff to do with Rick's shooting right. like yeah and it never came up in a lot of ways, she had to reconcile with the fact that she was a real asshole to people, and now she's mm-hmm. seeing it because this girl has also sort of become an asshole. So it's like, this is a full circle thing I was doing with my hands, but that's that's visual. The broomheads can't see it, so oh, they can't see it. Yeah, no, and it was a very boring girl fight. Well, it was just one push before Principal Hatsulakas, the twin sister of Assistant Principal Plain Sulakas, broke it up. That's so much less fun than going, if I do. <laughs> so much less fun. Um, I forgot, and we should have shouted out um, really quickly, that uh, after, in the A story, when there's such a successful day at the store, <laughs> and they get some snacks, and they upgrade their <laughs> snacks, they got Little Caesar's Pizza. Yeah, he said they brought a big box of pizza home. Two big boxes of pizza. Not just any kind, Little Caesars. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. I always like to say this because it annoys Adrian. And I go, pizza, pizza. And then she's like, that's not what it is. And I'm like, yeah, it's pizza, pizza. He says, pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. Piece of pizza. Why would he say pizza twice? Yeah, he does. He's telling you they can have a piece of pizza. Letting you know, here's a piece of pizza. Yeah. I mean, I could really go for like a rectangular pizza right now. I've never had a little. Oh, maybe I have had Little Caesars pizza one time. Mm-hmm. Do you like it? I haven't had it in like fifteen years, or nice. probably no, much longer than that, <laughs> like twenty five years. By it. I <laughs> no, I was just cool. looking at it and I was like, man, I could really go for some pizza right now. I just should I order a pizza? Should I order pizza? Pizza, sure. pizza. Sure, I mean, Little Caesars it. doesn't deliver to me, but. Domino's probably does though. Yeah. Domino's is dope. Yeah. Let's forget all of the wonderful, delicious pizza that New York has. <laughs> yeah. But you can get that anytime. We're spoiled with it. So every once in a while I crave a shitty pizza in a mm-hmm, weird way. Mm-hmm. And that's like first world problems. Cause like what a, you're a dick, but sometimes I do want a shitty pizza. Sometimes you do want a shitty <clears throat> pizza. If I do want a shitty pizza, I can get it. I can call up on the phone. Bing bong. Bing, bing. 
That was a great song. Ah, Castle of the Sea. So I guess that's our episode, right? I guess that's my dad. Yeah, I think that's our episode. <laughs> I think that's our episode. Working for the week dash end. Mm-hmm. Everybody's working for the week dash end. <laughs> Did you say week doc, 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 like the dog? Oh, no. Week dash. <laughs> Weak dachshund. Everybody's working for the weak dachshund they have to support. It's very fragile. It's very weak. It's a weak dachshund. It's, it's not very strong. Dachshund. It's got so many ticks on it in Long Island that it sucked all its blood out. <laughs> and now it's very slow. I have a feeling that both the guys that robbed Jimmy's store were named Todd. They oh, look yeah. like Todd's. <laughs> Todd 1 and Todd 2. Yeah, that's great. That is true. They have a couple of fucking Todds. Or maybe a Todd and maybe a Todd and a Brian. Hello, Brian. Todd and Brian. Sorry to anybody out there who's named Todd or Brian. And also (laughs) Tyler, who fucking Rachel mercilessly roasted earlier today in the episode. Tyler, our good friend, our good broomhead, who just tried to give us advice. And Rachel was like, what a shitty name Tyler is. (laughs) So, Rachel. Yes. Patrick, we when we started this podcast, we developed uh, this thing that no one else has ever done before. It's a mm-hmm. it's a patented scale mm-hmm. of one to ten, which no one had ever done. No one ranks things from a scale of one to ten. No, we've, no, no. They the do first one to, to eleven. And even if they did, they never or, called it the patented go. They there also scale. sometimes do the zero to nine scale. That's true. One to ten was a patented. We patented it. The Degrassi mm-hmm. go there scale of one to ten. How mm-hmm. much we think each episode goes there. So, mm-hmm. Rach, yes, we're talking today about episode six oh seven. Lover boys working for the weekend. How much on a scale on the patented go there scale of one to ten? Do you think this episode went there? So when I was thinking about this earlier, oh, I can't even like breathe. You're going to be like an eight because he learned something about his <laughs> fucking life. I know it. I know. It. So, so when like, I was thinking about this earlier, I gave it about. Four and a half seconds of thought, and I was just like, a four, that sounds good. Um, and then I was just looking at it now, and I was like, nothing happened. I mean, the store got robbed. Yeah. That's probably as much of anything happening. But it was and ended Spinner, like, It ended very quickly. Spinner, yeah. he like, Is that better or worse than getting 50 ticks on you? I'm not sure. Like, Way I think it better. Might be better. I would much like, rather be robbed and have someone stop the guy from robbing. But it wasn't even like a gun. It was just like a... Yeah. He didn't even have a weapon. They were just two guys against one other guy in a wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So what are you saying? Of seven? What does this go there? (laughs) Two. You'll be like, like, abortions shouldn't be that controversial. So this has to be more than an abortion. Would you say a two? It's a two. Yeah, I agree. That's even probably too high. But I mean, the robbery. So it's a two. This is not a very go there episode, as we like Mm -mm. to say. This is about Mm -hmm. a two. I would agree. It's a mm-hmm. fine episode. It wasn't like bad. Mm-hmm. Right? No, it was a fine episode. It was a fine episode. Fine. Patrick. Yeah. We like 40 to. years old. 40 years old. I know. And you don't want to celebrate <clears throat> except for with chicken nuggets. What am I supposed to fucking do, Rachel? It's a Thursday. First of all, I have a three-year-old <laughs> child. You're not allowed to go to a restaurant, really. No. What am I supposed to do? Eat ice cream in the street? I don't care about ice cream. (laughs) Go to Long Island and get some ticks on you? Oh, God, that's a terrible story. I never want to hear it again. I'm never going there. (laughs) Pat lives here now. In in the house he's been living in. I'll tell you, if I see a tick, I'm leaving. I can fuck with roaches. It's fine. I'll deal with them. I'll spray them with raid cans. Mm -hmm. They're so much bigger. Yeah, but they can't give you a debilitating neurological disease either. They can crawl into your ears, though, when you're sleeping. Uh, I can't. In your nasal cavity. Yeah, they can get up there. Take root and lay eggs, then they'll all come out of your mouth one day. <laughs> one day you'll just be like sitting around hanging about and you'll be like, what's that? Oh, I feel something. Oh no, I feel like I'm gonna throw up and you're gonna go, this is gonna be roaches. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like my worst nightmare. I don't want that. I'll take the ticket. <laughs> you just vomit roaches. <laughs> I think so. I think so. <laughs> 
I think so. So, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Who's <laughs> your MVD for this episode? My most valuable Degrassian? Mm-hmm. Um, this was like a... Or, no, 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 no. Your most valuable daddy. Yeah, I was going to say, it might be Suit Daddy, because Suit Daddy had the right thoughts all throughout. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. like, no, you're not spending your money that I, we're, I've i been saving for you for college to open a fucking brick-and-mortar T-shirt store uh, without a of license. Of iron-on T-shirts. Yeah, without a fucking license. And, or without a business plan. <laughs> and you should be a little bit more pragmatic in your goals. I, you know, my parents used to say that to me and I'd be like, ah, oh, you're crazy. And they were fucking right. Now here I am, a schmuck who's 40. I got nothing to show for it. So it was right. I got a podcast. It's true. It's I'm true. saying suit daddy. I was going to say spinner because spinner had like a. I had, I had written down spinner question mark, Jimmy question mark. But honestly, I feel like suit daddy. Let's is really, give it to, let's fucking unanimously daddy. say suit daddy. Suit daddy. You did it. Suit Daddy Congrats. came in here. He was spitting knowledge. Then he showed up in that fucking casual shirt, and he was like, "Oh, oh suddenly I'm casual." Nipples daddy. out, nips out. <laughs> Sun's out, nips out. And he said, "That's I, the famous saying." And Sun's yeah, that's if, if Jimmy had put that on a T-shirt, maybe he would have been more into the store Fair. idea. And so, <laughs> and you just have little holes cut for the nips. <laughs> No, there's like, it's not a hole, but it's like a detachable thing. You can like pull it out. Oh, okay. So it's there the when you need out, it. Yeah. There when you need it. You can close mm-hmm. it if you don't. I'll also say Jimmy was like afraid that after they got robbed that his dad was going to be mad at him. But the first thing the dad said was, I'm so glad you're okay, Jimmy, because I mm-hmm. love you, my wheelchair bound son. <laughs> he does love him. Now let me take you home. He's always like, Jimmy, let's go home. I'm going to get you home. Yeah, let's get home. It's good. Nice and cold. So cold. Let's freeze you a little bit. Just say cryogenically preserve for a bit longer. I do wish like every episode the suit daddy would like complain about the heat. Just be like, oh fuck. It's too hot out. I'm sweating. It's like winter time. He's like, oh God. I know it's supposed to be they say like, it's cold in Canada. Like, he's like a robot of some sort that he can't get too hot. It's a terminal. Oh, so he just like yeah, it'll just fall apart. It's uh, like Frosty the Snowman, you know, the Frosty the Snowman. When he I gets do. into the warm place, he just yeah. melts. I'm familiar with Frosty the Snowman. That's what happens with Suit Daddy. <laughs> he just melts in that heat. That's why he's got to get that casual shirt on. <laughs> do you know Frosty the Snowman? Yeah, I think, I think I, in my my 40 years, I've come across the idea of Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> You'd never heard I'm My Own Grandpa. So. I don't know what that is. I don't know what song. It's a famous (sighs) song. (laughs) (laughs) But Jimmy Durante didn't sing it in a cartoon special, so I definitely don't know. Oh, I love the cartoon special. I named my Cabbage Patch doll Karen after the Karen that's in that. (laughs) In Frosty the Snowman? Yeah. She's the original white lady Karen. He began to dance around Jimmy Durante. He does. Until he melts in the greenhouse. Yeah, but he can't. You, know, you know Frosty the Snowman. I'm familiar with it. <laughs> Happy birthday. Right? Oh, That's yeah. Sad. That's what he would say on your birthday. Oh, my 40th birthday. Happy birthday. Does he do cameos? I should get, I'll get myself a cameo <laughs> from Frosty the Snowman. I did pick up my Jimmy phone for, for effect. <laughs> just for me. Just for me. He began to dance around. That was the show. Thank you, everybody. I expect that the broomheads will all wish me a happy 40th birthday. I hope they do. If you want to, se- if you want to send us- me any cameos, <laughs> <laughs> you can send me cameos at every episode ver at gmail.com. And 40 of you got to do the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, write some reviews on iTunes. Yeah, if you write a five-star review, that'll be good. Mm-hmm. If eight people do that, that's 40 stars. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. If we can get eight people to leave five star reviews, that'd be 40 stars. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make up a new registration. Like, do a new one. Just a fake email and go in there. If you've already done one, do another one. It's easy. Do you have it's an like old Trump. Yahoo email? It's like Trump <laughs> telling everybody to vote two times. That's me. It's like, go yeah. in there, Ed. Fucking do it two times. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
So we did it. We got to the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. And not a minute too soon. Um, we have one new patron we need to welcome to the universe, the, pa- the Deempiverse. The Deempiverse. They, the they get a special name, but only the patrons know the name. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, this this user uh, has not used their name. Right. So I just have their handle, fine. unfortunately, and it's Olove4. Oh, love a four. I love a four rooms as well. You remember the movie of four rooms? One was directed by Quentin Tarantino. One was directed by Alison Anders. One was directed by Robert Rodriguez. And the other room was directed by, I can't remember the fourth room, but the four rooms, Tim Roth, it was a bellhop. Madonna was in one of the rooms. Do you remember Madonna? She was in one of the rooms. Remember that movie, Four Rooms? <laughs> Do you remember that movie, Four Rooms? I gotta see the fourth director. Great movie. Great movie. I forgot the fourth director. I got three of them. Let me go. Let me check this out. Oh, Love a Room. Is that what her name is? I Love a Room? What was it? Oh, Love Four. Oh, Love Four. All oh, right. I see. <laughs> you added the rooms, remember? <laughs> Allison Anders. Most I people got. are not that into rooms. Allison Anders, I got. Robert mm-hmm. Rodriguez, I got. Quentin mm-hmm. Tarantino. And Alexandra Rockwell. I don't know who that is. Mm. I don't know who that is either. Mm. Anyway, thanks for coming aboard the Patreon. <clears throat> the cool yeah, thing is. Yeah, we appreciate it. You all get a special nickname that is not Brewman's and it's not Dope mm. Monkeys. And if you ever see us in the wild and you say the name to us, we have to give you $1,000. <laughs> That's no, we can't do that. So if somebody <laughs> walks up to you, Rachel, and says that name, that special name that we give to, and and you, they say it to you, you have to give them a thousand dollars. So if your sister says it, you have to give her a thousand dollars. I don't have a thousand dollars to give her. You're gonna have to find it. No. You're gonna have to find it. Oh, coming to live in that side of the room. <laughs> All right, broomheads. We'll be back next week with something else. Another episode. I will be 40 years old at that point. I will be a week Mm -hmm. into my 40s. (gasps) That's a fucking existential crisis. I'm going to leave you all with that. See ya. (laughs) Bye.